Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, welcome to the Junk Time AFL Podcast, third week of the finals, 2023. We are coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios and Rod Carter Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain, and joining me is a man who is calling for massive change at the AFL. It is Adam Rosenbachs. G'day, Michael. G'day, Junk Timers. Yes, I join you. A disappointed but slightly happy Carlton supporter after the year that we've had. But And this, mate, I I've, was going to say this all year, and it just, it's coincidental that it comes out of the back of the preliminary finals. Ah, but yep. I want to say I think our great game goes a little bit too long. Mm -hmm. I think that the game should probably be reduced and not even to the point where it was in COVID times when it was 20-minute uh, quarters. I think it should just be one quarter. Oh. I think um, it's probably for the best. You go there, you get your 25 minutes of footy and fucking hell, you go home happy, Michael. And it's just, I mean, you're going to try and call me out on this but it's coincidence that Carlton happened to be four goals up at quarter time in the prelim I was going to say no, yeah. I wasn't even thinking about that when I wanted to make this change I think it should just be across all games okay so you've been strong on it for a while now years yeah gotcha years. it's very funny that you've taken the, the 10th year of our podcast to bring it up <laughs> nearly 400 episodes and now yep. and now you begin to think that we should only play 25 minutes of football I mean, it was a scintillating 25 minutes of football. Let's oh. not pretend it was anything but that. It was fucking beautiful, wasn't it? Fucking beautiful. Yes, it was beautiful. The first quarter of the semi, uh, the preliminary final at the Gabba was beautiful football. Yes, it was. Uh, okay. It really was. So we'll get into it. So this is going to be a heavy, yep. heavy Adam story, uh, story time yeah. on this uh, podcast episode. So as of last week, you were saying that you weren't going to go, and that was mainly because of the flight costs. Yes, that is 100% correct. So I was just a bit like, I just can't justify it. You know, I love the club, but also I just had that feeling that if it's on a, a loss, it's a long way back. Because I actually think, I forgot to text it, but I think I looked up on about Tuesday mm. on Webjet and the flights weren't ridiculous if you, ha if you wanted to do a few annoying bits, like get a very early one or yep, yep. Um, maybe hang around to the Monday to come home. There were a lot, oh, of, okay. there were a lot of $800 tickets. Yeah. Um, so then what prompted the change? Did you rob an old lady in the street or something? Or Well, I did that anyway, but mm -hmm. um, uh, Dave Hughes, friend of the show, ended up he couldn't go. He had a family oh. matter. And he rang me on the Friday and said, mate, I've got two tickets. I can't use them. Do you want to go? Oh, that's a shame because I, like, I, I saw an article, I think, during the week and mm. him and his son Rafferty were going to be heading up. They were. Yeah, gotcha. They were. So you and got his tickets. Did you get his flights? Were they transferable? Or? Yeah, so that was the thing. I had to ring up. So instantly I was like, fuck, okay, this is a whirlwind thing. He rang me Friday morning. The flights were for uh, Friday afternoon. Yeah. Uh, we were flying up at one o'clock. And so I was like, okay, I can reshuffle everything. You know, you know, you just 
you know, first you've got to go, can I do it? I've got to rework my weekend. Do yeah, I have any gigs? Sure, sure. Do I have anything to cancel? I, 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 find, I find that when, I, when I'm all of a sudden mm. given footy tickets and flights by Dave Hughes, I kind of go, okay, what's the process now? <laughs> so my first question I said to him was, like, mate, can you transfer the tickets? Because, you know... Dave Hughes is a very recognisable name on a boarding pass. Yeah, sure. I actually also, would, my first question would be, um, are they up the front? They were not. Oh. He's a man of the people, Hughesy. Fucking hell, economy, Hughesy, I know. come on. I know, mate. I was a bit annoyed with that. I was like, mate, if you're going to give me tickets, at least fucking give me business class. Oh, yeah, have you got a few vacancies in the block of flats you own, mate? <laughs> so I, he said, I guess you can transfer the tickets. So it ended up I, I had to call Virgin and I pretended... To be Husey. Great. So I was on there straight away just going, I've got a bag of snakes alive in front of me. They're, yep. okay, and they're all dead, you know. Great. But um, turns out didn't need to. It was just a call centre. They didn't know who the fuck Dave Hughes was. Yeah, sure, sure. Well, that would have annoyed Husey even more. Yes, I think it would have. Um, and so they said, yep, we can transfer the tickets into the these names. It was great. So I was on the call. And I actually was pretending to be Husey because it was just easier and simpler yep. to just go, yeah, I'm changing the tickets to a friend. And then they're like, oh, we just sent you uh, the updated itinerary to your email. And I was like, oh, you know what? I'm on a different phone. Uh, I'll just get my wife to look at the other phone, which I've left at home, which is just like fucking the biggest thing. And then I'm texting Husey while I'm on the computer going, mate, can you check your email and fucking get back to me to let me know that they've updated the itinerary? Because the woman would have been going, how are you not able to check your own email? Yeah, sure. And why do you have a burner phone? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So they changed it. Got on the, uh, drove out to Tullamarine, of course, as if you follow the uh, Junk Time Instagram account, immediately headed to the AFL Kitchen and Bar. Yep, great. Noticed a couple of things in there, so I'd now, never been there no, before. I was going to say, that your first time there? It was. Oh, it is. I can see why it's the mecca that it is and the people go to How it. has it taken you that long to get there? Like, you've surely done flights through Melbourne and, like, it, I, I pop in there quite regularly. I'm actually flying to Melbourne tomorrow. So I reckon I land about eight thirty. Oh god, I've I've alerted the paparazzi. Yeah. Uh, I think I might pop in for a morning coffee or something. I I just don't think I'd flown Virgin uh, recently for yeah, whatever okay. reason. Yeah, so I just, just hadn't done all the flights. You just haven't been, haven't just walked past it and seen it. No. So uh, a couple of things that really grabbed me when I got in there. Firstly, I mean they talk about the ceiling on the Sistine Chapel, but have they seen? The lights Beautiful. at the AFL kitchen and bar, which are like almost like those. Remember those plastic footies you used yeah. to get, yeah, uh, from the servo for like three bucks. It's like those, but um, clear with light bulbs in them. It's unbelievable. Actually, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Um, it's they have haunting. to shut the down. They have shut shut it down every now and then for restoration because yeah. they're, they're, they should I can be. See why? Yeah, I mean that stuff belongs in the museum, obviously. And it would be dangerous for people when they go in there that they would, uh, you know, potentially smash their shins because everyone is looking up and you don't, you almost, you know, run into a chair with uh, Ben Cousins written on the back of it. Yeah. You know? When I first seen, went in there, I instinctively just took a hanger on one of the waiters and tried yeah. to grab down the light fitting. Yeah, that's fair enough. And then, you know, you got your Sistine Chapel, you got your Michelangelo. How this isn't bigger than uh, the Mona Lisa. Like, I know people go to the Louvre to check out Da Vinci's fucking greatest creation, but there is a memorabilia poster in there from the 2017 game in Shanghai. Uh Now, how? 
That I oh know I got right up close to it, Michael. Now, How was that it behind was glass? Like, could you just like snatch it off the wall? Or was it behind glass? I could. I reckon I could have. And uh, that again is you just go fucking hell. They are so trusting in there that yeah. people. I mean, it's probably the fiftieth one they've had in there because surely everyone. It has to be a replica. Like there must be a vaulted AFL house that has the original. Uh, it's actually a great plot line for Ocean's Fourteen mm. to have the team come in and try and steal that that picture. Yeah, it just was sitting there. I got myself a couple of, um, uh, and you know what I thought was quite reasonable? Two pints of Carlton Draft, $25. Really? That, for an airport beer, I think is highly reasonable. I feel they sting me about 18 bucks for a glass of wine, I reckon. Yeah, okay. Maybe they've got some sort of, maybe CUB is a major sponsor, so maybe there's a bit of a deal going on. I mean, I'm talking a large too, mate. I'm talking a large one. I'm not talking (laughs) any of the small ones, eh? So I didn't get myself a midfielder's margarita or a premiership pepperoni or anything like that. We just had the one beer and then scooted. So what's the process of changing your tickets into another name? I know I've flown as another person one time. Yeah, I've done that also. They, I won't name who they are, but they wanted, they just needed uh, a flight Sydney to Melbourne and back to keep their status. Oh, okay. So I just took a bag. They said, don't check in, obviously, because, you know, yep. you yeah. don't, can't give your passport or whatever. ID, but um, I got on the plane and the only difference I found was that they said to me when they saw the ticket, they said, thank you, Mr. X, for returning or coming, you know, coming back again. Oh, it's a pleasure, to, yeah. pleasure to have you back. Yes, okay. Well, that was, was, that was the biggest difference. Mr. Chamberlain's never had that. He's no. like, oh, fuck, you again. I thought you were banned from all airlines. No, for sure. I'm flying Rex tomorrow too, so it's going to be fun. Are you really? I'm flying Rex, mate. I haven't flown Bonzi yet, but I'm sure it's in my future. Because I'm a cheapskate. <laughs> I'm a cheapskate. Well. So I just got to kind of find the cheap one. Yeah. Anyway, I'm giving out all the details now. I'm going to get Pat for sure. Fucking hell. Yeah. Yeah. They know They know when you're coming in. So we get up to um, up to Brisbane. And here's the deal. Because the Broncos are also playing in a preliminary final on Saturday uh, night yep. against the Warriors from New Zealand. There was fuck all accommodation in ah, Brisbane. Now, come you. on, Brisbane. How the fuck do you run out of rooms? We had to go to Redcliffe, which is like 45 minutes north. Oh, yeah, of home Brisbane. of the Dolphins. Yes. Yeah, so we're up there. Why didn't you go and tap um, on, go down to the sit-down comedy club and say, can I have the spare room in the uh, in the condo there? Well, because I was with another friend. Ah, gotcha. So I couldn't uh, That was the, the that. question. Who are we with? Uh, our friend Steph, friend oh, great. of the show, who's yeah, helped cool. us out. So, yeah, we stayed up in Redcliffe, went to the uh, Redcliffe RSL on the uh, Saturday night. We're at, the, I think, the Redcliffe Tavern to watch the uh, Giants-Collingwood game. So that was on the Friday night. On the Saturday, we head into Brisbane where there was a Carlton function at the... And, you know, when you just go, come on, Queensland, lift your fucking game. The name of the hotel, what do you reckon it would be? If you're a Queenslander, what do you name a hotel? Um, it's not the Cane Toad Hotel. No, but it's like the... Uh, uh Rugby league player gets drunk and punches a kebab shop owner. Hotel. It's a bit long. It's a bit long. The Pineapple Hotel. Oh, really? Perfect. Love <laughs> yeah. it. Beautiful Queensland. Yeah. Well done. So there was a Carlton function at the uh, Pineapple Hotel. Fev was there. Dylan Alcott was there. Um, uh, Ma- uh, Matthew Lappin, who played for Carlton for quite some time. Yeah, he was a coach for a uh, bit there, wasn't he? Yeah, I believe he was. Yeah. yeah. And then we're at that function. Strolled down to the uh, Gabba. And I, I'd never been to the Gabba before. Yeah. And um, what a great place to watch the footy from. Really? Now, obviously, once again, it's your old pal Rosie. I was in the AFL function, which was great. Okay, but, uh, okay. Uh, well, we're rewind, rewind. Okay. 
So what happened with this again? Like, is this the sit-down dinner thing or is it a bit was more low key? Was it just standing canapes? Yeah, uh, boring, boo. No brisket yeah. on wafers or? No brisket. To, probably the best party pies I think I've ever had really? in my life. Okay. So. Gourmet-esque. Uh, Gill speech, that kind of stuff, like I see there or? Yep, Gil was there, Andrew Dillon was there, and I got to know Andrew Dillon because he was on the front, front bar, bar on last Thursday week, yeah. night, so had a bit of a chat to him. Unbelievably, like, he, his old Zabs team won six flags in a row. That is incredible. Yeah, I think I might have been playing there when they began that run, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, Gil's speech, like, did you have to hear the same thing again, or...? I'd heard a little bit of it b- b- before, but yeah. it wasn't it wasn't too bad, and it was obviously very quick. And you know, they were uh, praising you know the, the huge turnouts that they'd had over the last few weeks. Yeah, um, and then we went out and oh, sat down. Re- re- rewind entertainment, yeah. entertainment. No, oh. no entertainment. No, it was that it was very quick, very no, short. Yeah, it was just like cost cutting at the AFL. They go all yeah. out at the J, but kind of give give Queensland the leftovers. Well, the room wasn't that big, so when you compare it to the MCG, okay. so. I didn't realise that Gabba was that small. It's very quaint. Looks like it needs a little pat on the head. Well done, Gabba. You've got your little seats in there and good on you. Well, it's about to get a rebuild for the Olympics. So I think they're going to build it up to about 60,000. So we'll get a yeah, pretty good okay. revamp. Yeah. Um, so the th- room wasn't that big, the function room. One thing that struck me actually watching that game was how immaculate the ground looked. There was something about it. I was like, this actually looks absolutely perfect. Now, I know a lot of footy grounds look perfect, but this one struck me as like, it looked like carpet. It looked amazing. Yeah, it did. And so our seats were on level two at the Gabba and we went out and I have never, I haven't been that close to the action in so long. Like you could hear the players and you're right on top of them. It was awesome. And so, you know, the first quarter, absolutely fucking flying. Carlton kicked the opening five goals. And seriously, I was just like, firstly, I thought this is the most amazing night of my life. And then I thought we will not be able to hang on. You began to think about, I know my team. Yes. And I know what they can do. Yeah. So I was watching at a pub in Newtown with a few mates. And yes, the beginning was amazing. Now, am I right that the, the you would think that there was a majority Carlton supporters there, do you think? No, it just sounded really loud when we got okay. our first five goals because the Brisbane fans weren't that up and about, obviously. Yeah, sure, um, sure. But once, once Brisbane started to get on a roll, you're like, oh, okay, we do not outnumber them. Yeah, sure. So when do you think you kind of gave up hope? Pretty Going deep in half into the time, second like half time. It was round about evil, even, wasn't it? Yeah, I think we might have been three points down yeah, at half sure. time, and you just kind of thought um, we can't arrest this. I think we just started to look a bit cooked, and you just kind of uh, gave up a little bit. But you know, I went back inside, got myself a few froffies, talked to a few people, was hanging out with Liesl Jones, Carlton number one ticket holder. Okay, uh, Anthony Kudafides was there. Was actually hanging out. Spent the rest of the game hanging out with Craig Lambert. Really? Richmond and uh, Brisbane player. That's yeah. a who's who? Liesl Jones, so the, the runner? No, the swimmer. Oh, the swimmer. Of course, yes. Liesl, yes, yes. yes. Okay. Yes. The, so uh, she's the a number one ticket holder stroker. for Carlton. Yeah, gotcha. Okay, yeah. yeah. She, I think she's on radio in Queensland. Yes, she does the rush hour on Triple M in Queensland. Yeah, yeah. bang. Fucking hell. And they've got um, uh, Madam Butterfly in breakfast on Nova, I think. I believe that is true. Is that Susie O'Neill? Yeah. We don't have any yeah. swimmers on, on commercial radio in Melbourne or Sydney. What is it? Yeah, Queensland. Do they tend not to... Maybe swimmers only come from warmer states because I, when you're in the pool at four in the morning, you're like, fucking hell, it's freezing. I think you might be right. I actually have... You kind of have a hankering that like a lot of swimmers do come from Queensland. That's that ocean lifestyle, man. Yeah, I think you could be right. Yeah, jeez. 
You heard it first here on Chug Time. (laughs) So anyway, we went back in and then basically in the third and fourth quarters, it was just a bit like, ah, we're not going to do this. Yeah, sure. You know, but uh, I think it's great that the the first and second teams made it through to the grand final. I think that feels right and it should be a cracker. And do you get the impression too that uh, the Bears are more likely to win over Collingwood than the Blues would likely win over Collingwood? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I think they're more, uh, just a better side. They moved it a lot better. And um, I I think having the the breaks like Collingwood have had, I think is going to serve them well because they're just a lot fresher than we were. But we lost the prelim. I never thought we'd get there. It was an amazing experience. I was really happy that the year turned out the way it did, especially if you had to come to me, you know, two and a half months ago when I was pretty pretty despondent and giving up on another season. I was really happy. It was great, great end. (laughs) Dude, they were talking about sacking the coach during the year. Yes, that is true. Get to a prelim in the end. Yeah, no, it was a great, um, great thing. And, and kind of great for Vossi too by the fact that, you know, he makes a prelim. That gives him another, you know, two, three years of a contract, yeah. you know. They have a bit of faith in him, even if you kind of don't make the eight, you know, in the next two years. Like, it's not like he's going to be, you know, two, three years and done. You know what I mean? But do you not think the expectation now is that? Okay, we've made a prelim. So, yeah, well, it's sort of like if you don't make top four next year. Well, not that I'm, he'll, not that his uh, position's in jeopardy, but it's Carlton. Let's not forget that. If they miss the eight next year, is he in trouble? Yeah, well, no, I don't think next year. No, I think you got to give him at least you know a couple more years after you're making a prelim. Yeah, but then also on top of that, like, um, well, hey, it is Carlton. Therefore, you know, heads mm-hmm. do roll pretty quickly. But yeah. uh, I've I've loaded up on on the Blues for the flag next year. <laughs> I right? really appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, yeah really appreciate that market. Support. So. Yep. Might be double dipping from my, from my own little <laughs> profits here. <laughs> so, yeah, it was an amazing weekend. The flight home yesterday was just a bit shit because you're like, I just want to fucking be home. But it was great to be up there and, yeah, really enjoyed it. But what was your um, Saturday night like? Did you hit the town or go down to Fortitude Valley, go and get arrested like Fev? No, we went to a pub right next door at the Gabba. I don't know the name of that particular pub. And it was just fucking packed. So we're yeah. just like, we've got to get out of here. It's 45 minutes back to Redcliffe, so... We got out of there and got some uh, Uber Eats. Really? So accommodation was that bad? It had to be a 40-minute trip? Yeah. Huh. Yep. It was pretty crazy. Yeah, wow. Huh. So I think quite a few people stayed on the Goldie as well. Really? Yeah. Gee, this is wild. I didn't know Brisbane had no uh, hotels. Yeah, I know. They need to fucking lift. If they're going to have the Olympics there, you can't have people staying in fucking Longreach and Mount Isa and flying in. Uh. <laughs> lift, Brisbane. Lift. And so... You had a great weekend, Adam. I did. Next week is going to be a stellar weekend with it the will. grand final on the Saturday with the Collingwood Magpies versus the Brisbane Lions. But we all know the biggest day of the year mm. is the Sunday after the grand final when we do our Two Guys One Cup Junk Time live show. Yeah, so 4 p.m. Sunday afternoon. It's going to be great. I think it's going to be really fun. We're uh, still talking about, of course, there will be a guest from the winning sides that will come and join us uh, live down there. Tickets available at Try Booking, 4pm at Morris House. And I'm really looking forward to it because I think it's going to be a great game. So it's going to be a fun afternoon. And it will fill out. So get your tickets. Like we are close to selling out. So And we're not, yes. we're not just saying that. It's because, you know, because we're, you know, we know how, how advertising works when it comes to the yeah. shows. But um, it will be a great game. And, I, and, he, and like you said, it's good that one and two got in. And... I can't really pick it at the minute. Yeah. I also, just really on the live it. show, you might want to get there early because Kiss are performing at 45 Yes. Oh, sorry. Set, yeah, we didn't so mention that bit. Yeah. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then also Mark Seymour is going to be coming down as well. <laughs> yeah. And a little guy called Mike Brady. 
Mark Brady. Playing one of the new help, new album. <laughs> uh, I, I can't actually quite pick it at the minute by the fact that, I mean, you know, the Pies snuck through both their games. Jeez, mm. I could have gone either way. And now we, uh, we've got the Bears who, you know, both games look pretty sharp, uh, apart from like that first quarter. Yes. Um, when they had the, the blue tsunami. But I actually generally can't pick it at the minute. The only question mark I suppose I have is the Bears playing at the G. But you kind of feel like they've had so many uh, heartbreak moments at the G. That you kind of go, yeah, eventually they, they're going to have their, one. They won there last year, so they've shown they can do it. So I think it's possible. Um, you just think, so I reckon it comes down to Collingwood's defence is so good. So can Brisbane kick a big enough score? And yep. that scene, that's what it was like the other night, is even when GWS were on top, they couldn't get away from them. And yeah. so Collingwood are always in it. Yeah. So you just wonder whether or not they can get away from them. But I think Dan McStay being out is enormous uh and then it also has to do with how many free kicks are the umpires not going to pay to the bears <laughs> in that final quarter when yes. people are literally getting guillotined uh on the field i mean so i was at a pub in Redcliffe, so we couldn't hear the crowd that well i had the commentary sort of in the background but i imagine out of what was there like ninety-seven thousand? yeah would it have been 94 95,000? Collingwood supporters, oh, like that would have been, as an umpire, you would have just been like, I can't pay that. Yeah, I've got a family. Yeah. <laughs> I've got to get to my car. Yeah. Um, no, I remember, go- I actually would have liked to go on. I remember going to the, I might have said this last week, went to the uh, 2017 Giants Richmond prelim, yep. which had a similar number of people, uh, by the fact I was like, it's going to be like a college match. Yeah. Like a college football game, and I've never been to one of them. Um, and, and yeah, it literally was. It was like, you know, 95,000 people barracking for one team. Yeah, and and the good thing was that uh, you know Ticketek really came to the party yep. with uh, the Collingwood supporters. You know, you pay a thousand dollars for your membership, yep. and then you get a standing room uh, ticket for the granny. So that's not bad. Can they just a, a Ticketek like a startup or something? Like, are they ever going to get it right there, <laughs> where their website yeah. does? Like, do that? Do they know that they're a web-based company? And that their website so. shits itself anytime more than three people try to get on it at the same time. I think the most interesting thing is that, um, you know how they say, you know, you're in the queue. Yeah. So say the tickets are on sale from nine till midday. If I get on at nine and you get on at 11.55, we have both have the exact same chance. So it's not a fucking queue yeah. at all. It's just yeah. a fucking free-for-all. Yeah, Don't sure. call it a queue, you fucking dogs. I got lucky. Uh, I got actually a friend of mine. I bought her a visitor's ticket for the members. She's a Pies fan. She came down from Sydney for it. And um, she sent me a picture of uh, her kind of lining up at about, I don't know, 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock. Um, yep. And she had a ticket, so she'll get in. But she showed me a picture of the crowd. And it was like all the way up to Jollymont Station. Like it was massive. Oh, and wow. then doors opened. And then she took about 15, 20 minutes to kind of get into the, cr- into the ground. But I had a very fucking nervous wait kind of going... Have I fucked this up in somehow and, you know, you know, bought the wrong ticket or something? Yeah, or, yeah. Yeah. And I had to so on, on Saturday, when you say that, you know, you just walk into the grand final with your MCC membership and I'm not taking the piss here. Yeah. Is there a chance that you could miss out or do you just have to get there earlier? I think I might get there a bit earlier. Like I usually find I, I'm a bit sketchy over the last few years by the fact that because um, there, there's a ballot as well for reserve seats. So I right. think they have about ten or 12,000 reserve seats. So you go into that ballot, and that means you can show up whenever. But um, yep. I put that in with my dad and brother this week, and we didn't get it. So that means 
we're gonna go and find our own seat. So yeah, okay. I I don't care about standing anywhere. So I usually probably go and watch the radio coverage and the like around about noonish. Yep. But okay. Being Collingwood, I might be a bit hairy this year and might just get there a bit earlier just to kind of guarantee I'm in there. And so once you're in there, do you put the scarf on the seat and go back out? Is it that kind of thing? Or no, no. You're standing? So, no. Well, there are two ways. So. Uh, for 08, I got there about 4am because my brother wanted a seat and yep. uh, we go in there at 9. 4am? Yeah, yeah. It was like uh, Gallipoli, mate. The sunrise is coming up and <laughs> this, this cliff in front of yep. us. Uh, yep. And so I haven't, but I hadn't done that for years and years and years. But, um, and then, so you got a seat and then yeah. a bloke or lady will come down the aisle and just hand you your seat ticket. Uh-huh. So oh, I'm like, okay. I'm yep, like yep. you know, M25 and then... I went home and then came back at about noon. Yeah, so so that's my guaranteed seat. But then there's there's essentially are probably twenty thousand seats that are free for all. So, um, you know, first in, first best dressed, whatever. Fucking yeah. hell, people stomping on your RM Williams, ripping collars off. Well, I I mean, or is imagine, it all very orderly? Well, you know, my mate who lines up on the Thursday, like yeah. if it was Carlton Collingwood, he'd have to line up on the Tuesday. Because he wants the, he, it is literally the best seat in the house. Like he, yeah. he, he gets like on second level on the wing, um, but yeah, I, I, you'd have to get there. On his what Tuesday. does he do with his tent and all his stuff? Does he give it to someone as he's heading in? He just brings a chair, a little camp chair. But then and he lit- sleeps on that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then like literally, you get your seat like nine minutes, uh, five minutes past nine, and then you just take yep. your chair back out and you go home. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ah, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll find out. Hmm. But what are you, your plans for next week? You usually have a bit of a shindig, don't you? Uh, yeah, I'll just have mates around to my house. I'd n- I can never be bothered going to the uh, grand final. How did um, you become the designated mates, the grand final party guy? Because I don't have children. Ah, uh, good point. And nice. my mates are so keen to get out of their houses. Yeah. <laughs> um, a little bit of disappointing news, Adam, from this week. Mm. And we all know that Gil McLaughlin is going to be heading off uh, as of Sunday morning, I suppose. Well, Fish we believe that's the case. I believe it when he's not there. Um, but uh, obviously he's been a great ambassador for the game, brought mm. in the expansion clubs. Um, he's joined the crown, the AFL Kitchen Bar, which yeah, absolutely. we did bring up with him in an interview one day and he very quickly changed the topic. <laughs> um, but he's having a farewell party this week uh, at a swanky joint in uh, Chapel Street in Melbourne. Yeah. And I don't know, I've been checking my mailbox. Um, have you been checking Nothing. your mailbox? I haven't haven't seemed to get an Always. invite to this, which I find a little bit disappointing. A little bit disappointing. It'd be a, uh, it'd be pretty, I reckon that'd be a fun night. Like I reckon Gil on the way out would know how to party. I reckon, and it's got a good sense of humour, and I reckon it'll get a bit loose too. Like, oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, and I think there'd probably be a few speeches, and there'd be a bit of a roast kind of atmosphere to it. Yeah, yeah, I think that would be the case, and I think it would just be... Um, I'd, I'd make sure that you got people who didn't like each other like really close, because I, I doubt it's a sit-down thing, so how do you orchestrate you know, a Damien Barrett? You make sure you invite Luke Beveridge along. Absolutely. Like, do you deliberately do that, yeah. I uh, saw a thing, it was on the Sunday footy show yesterday, it was Tony Jones talking to Caroline Wilson, and she said it was going to be a canopy kind of thing. So more like a, a Gabba uh, prelim, prelim final AFL function atmosphere. Um, oh, yeah. oh, but no, she's like, going yeah. along. They said uh, Hutchie's going along, Damien Barrett is going along. Um, I imagine you would ask, you would invite all of the coaches, wouldn't you? I feel like you would have to do that. 
Uh, that is an excellent coach-related like question royal, without notice. A royal wedding where you're kind of obligated to invite the heads of state of every kind of Commonwealth country. Yeah, I guess so. But do you invite Adam Uze? Is he is he earned it yet? That's a good question. Dimmer. Do you get mm. Dimmer in there? Like he hasn't actually coached the team yet. I mean, you get Dimmer in there because he's coaching your team. So you may as well have uh, him in there tell him, you know, he's got to earn his money. They said that Jared Waitley and Robbo are invited, mm. but they have their show that day. Therefore, they said they can't yeah. they can't attend. But almost at the same time, I'm like, they finished at 8.30. Like, <laughs> yeah, the show doesn't go for fucking six hours. And let's face it, Robbo clocks off at about 8.03. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, seg one, Robbo's there. And I also thought on the Thursday night that they don't generally do the show. Usually it's been of late, like Kath Lochnan and... You are like right. Dermy you are right. I reckon they might be hanging around. They might actually, I wouldn't be surprised if they do Grand a Thursday and a Friday this week, yeah. Yeah. And they've, cause they've probably got a live site set out at the front of the G, I reckon, as they usually have, if I remember correctly. And are you heading to the uh, Grand Final Parade on Friday? I actually probably will because my mate who's lining up, I usually go and keep in company on the Friday. So we have a wander around, and the parade actually looked up the road. It ends at the MCG again this year. So yep. uh, I figure I actually will be watching the parade. So I will see bits of it. I hear that fucking Collingwood chant. Oh, Collingwood. Uh, and what about the Brownlow tonight? Will you be watching that? I will be watching that. I'll probably tune in more later in the evening as opposed to the beginning. But uh, it's going to be an interesting yeah. one. It actually would be so a really... It would be a really cool story if Nick Davis, Nick Dacos, um, if Nick, Nick Davis wins it. It's going to be fucking oh, amazing. That'd be a massive story. But for a second-year player, that'd be incredible. He'd have to be surely the first second-year player to win the Brownlow. Surely. Uh, no, I think there was like someone back in the 1930s who did it. Yeah, gotcha. Okay, someone who was yeah. a bit older played maybe in WA or Sanford or something. No, Brad Hardy uh, did that in his first year in the VFL. He won it in when it was 85, 86. He yeah, gotcha. had, That was his first year in the VFL when it had played there before. But in the 1930s, I think it was some uh, – fuck, I can't remember. But someone in their second season. But yeah, sure. the thing is, like, I, I got on Dacos um, when he got injured. His odds drifted right out. And it was just like, yeah, I don't know. He's like – he was doing pretty well. Like, he was going to be massively in front. So I, I am banking on the fact that he's going to hang on. I think most uh, kind of uh, Brownlow predictors have him at around 30, 33 votes. Yeah. So you think if he's sitting around that at about round 18, then you kind of yeah. go, oh, sheesh, like he's oh, yeah, good on him. Like, you know, good luck to him. I think he'd be great. And, you know, carry on the name of Dacos. And he gets into the halls of history, Adam. He does. He does. I won't uh, watch the Brownlow tonight. You know what? I never see the end of the Brownlow because it's so fucking dull. I just go, I'll find out tomorrow morning and that's fine. It's the it's the final one for Gil though. Like he's I yeah, mean, but he he's has, not gonna like tell everyone has, to fuck off or anything like that. He has sped it up a lot though. Like he, when you hear him do the early rounds until it gets like yeah. you know around eighteen where he's like yes yes um Bontempelli like you know he rips through. Should they just start at round fifteen? Just I come into the room. You know, we have the red carpet. They've already done the count. The players sit down. We're up to 15. Bang, you've got an hour of really good telly. And then we're away. It's done by 9.30. Party time. And you've got to feel for the fucking players who have to go from Collingwood and Brisbane and sit there and be on the waters all night. What a shit night. I feel like we are not too far from the era of where TV dominates everything that we do come in at round 15. And we do an hour and a half. 
I like it. And they get a million and a half viewers because, you know, it's all kind of, you know, the, the, it's the, the pain of it, the ratings and like, is that it goes for three and a half yeah. hours. Therefore, And they get the players to renovate a house during the show. Yep, sure. And then also they have someone wear a mask and they sing a song mm. and you've got to work out Great. who that singer is and it's the player yeah, it's at a, the end of it. It's, yeah, it's a past Brownlow player. Yeah. Fucking hell, we worked that out already. God, and then also, the also he's leaving. a few of the players cook the meals. They cook the yep. meals. I <laughs> love it. They, yep. they give it to the counting panel on the on the table. Yeah. Gil and I suppose Andrew Dillon and a few other people, football operations managers, whatever, and they have to yep. kind of give it a score. And and you know, Gil goes, "That was disgusting." And he smashes the plate on the ground. And he goes, I love "Disgustingly it. good." <laughs> I worked it out. Come on. Um, I actually don't know if we have any footballers in real life. Let me have a quick look. I don't believe we do we this are, week. It's we very do quiet not. Week. Maybe. They've all been undercover. Um, actually, tell you what, they've gone overseas. Yeah. No, oh, that's a very good point. And also, I had a bunch of sightings at the uh, at the Carlton function, so I covered it. Fair enough. Hey, don't forget our live show, uh, October 1, day after the grand final with Will Anderson, Charlie Clawson from Two Guys, One Cup. We're going to have special guests from both teams, and we're going to talk about, we're going to go minute by minute through the grand final. And oh, if you had made the grand final and lost, those minutes would have been so fucking long, wouldn't they? Yeah. Tickets available at trybooking.com. We'll see you on Sunday. We're going to hit the road. We are John Time Alpha Pod at Gmail, Twitter, Facebook, and the Gram. Go. Go, Baggers. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.